4: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
3: ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control
1: vehicle at all times. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST.
4: This is the besotted
1: Pride
4: of West London podcast. And the sun is shining outside Griffin Park. After the game, we're outside the Griffin pub. Lots of people smiling, a few people with frowny faces, but we won't go into there. They're wearing blue shirts. The red and white is absolutely chuckling away because people were a bit nervous coming into this game. We thought we didn't quite have it in us. But obviously, there's been a lot of hard work in the midweek. And to be fair to them, they've turned it around. we got the result against Ipswich. And Ipswich, they didn't even really trouble us
0: today, did they? Uh, No, not at all, to be fair with you. Like you said before the game, we were... uh, (laughs) I I was concerned, I'm not going to lie. But uh, no, Ipswich uh, Ipswich didn't, didn't show up at all. Ipswich didn't, I mean, I mean,
4: Ipswich did show up because there was 11 people on the pitch, but they didn't do what we expected them to do. Because Ipswich normally come down here, they cause Brentford quite a few problems, don't they?
0: Yeah, I mean, they come along, bully us, lump it long towards the, the, the big man up top, and it happened, but <laughs> it, it never worked for them at all, really. So, 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 what mean? so what was the difference this time compared to
4: different times? Did we, are we sussed out their game? Were they not quite as good as last time? Uh,
0: you know are we just playing a different type of game what do you think it was I think we are playing football I think I think we beat them 3-1 at their place uh, and play football again uh, beat them again however I mean last time we played down here obviously they scored after about four seconds which changed the game but uh, I, I, the long ball didn't work I, they they Ipswich didn't trouble us at all we, we looked half decent and uh, well, we, we won in the end, which is the main thing. We won in the end, and look, I mean,
4: you've got to look out there on the pitch. I mean, we obviously brought in a few new players, players that haven't played Not say new, but players like we had Colin, who was back in at right back. So obviously we had Colin at right back, which pushed up Clarkey into the midfield as well. So Colin was back in place, and also Nico Yanaris was in the midfield as well. Did you think
0: those players made a difference? Uh, I think I think Colin is one of our one of our best players. I think Colin's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Clark did alright right on the right. Uh, Nico coming back in the midfield gave us a bit of bite. Uh, a bit of energy but uh, I, I generally think Colin is actually uh, he's one of the keys of our squad up and down non-stop I think he's a top top player
4: listen I've got the Ipswich boys in the house here I know the Ipswich boys you're smiling because you think look at the end of the day you were kind of expecting this result today weren't you
5: I guess so yeah I said to my brother Brentford fan over there so I wasn't confident was going into it never am but out in the sun a few beers I can't complain for the second go season 42 games to go. Uh, 42?
2: Oh, 42? <laughs> <laughs> for, for, yeah.
4: Yeah. listen, I mean, this, this Ipswich fan, he's already written off half the season, hasn't he? So look, look, I mean, yeah, exactly, he, he wants the season to, fin- to end already. But look, I mean, what, what, I mean, what exactly is, like, you you didn't look like the Ipswich of old today. What What? what has gone wrong with you boys?
5: Uh, you say Ipswich of old, like, you're saying 50, 15 years back, or? <laughs> or Bobby Robson, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's hoop all the time. So about the game plans, all we do is hoop all the time. It's not pleasant to watch. So, so yeah.
4: So you're not happy with the way that you play football? I haven't been for the last few years, bit Billy. But yeah. So so McCarthy out, or you just think you just you need to change up the, 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 the
5: flip the script? Well, I'm 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 a McOut man. Me, I know many of his disagree with me on that. But
4: Do you disagree with him on the McOut,
6: yeah? Uh yeah. Well, I just think before he took over, he was. He's taken us from like bottom of the league when he took over to like a playoff competing side. So yeah, I think it's all right. So are you
4: happy with the football you played like today?
6: <laughs> uh, uh, well, the football we played for years has been terrible, even beyond Nick. So yeah, we've just been grinding out results really. But I don't know what's going to
4: change. Whether so we. So you're not happy? You mean if. if... Oh, Klopp came in would you not be happy with that sorry Klopp but Jürgen Klopp came in you wouldn't be happy with that no oh right oh yeah well maybe get in pep sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright
6: yeah. um, but no I think just think yeah Mick he's just done I think he's done a good job since he has been here yeah, yeah from, he hasn't spent much money well if any money And, yeah, he's taken us to, yeah, there or thereabouts to the playoffs.
4: So, so, I mean, I'm so serious question, do you think, I mean, listen, it's early days, I mean, we played two games, we lost two games, and we were not particularly happy about what went down, um, because we we looked like pre-season, but today we looked like we stepped it up a bit, so we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You're still kind of going through a little growing pains. Do you see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel? Do you think you'll be able to come out of this and actually start to challenge? Um, oh, we
6: had a decent result last week. Well, I didn't go to the game last week, but obviously we had the uh, lad, Grant Ward, he bagged a hat-trick. Um, but he didn't seem to do much today. Um, but no, I reckon a bit more time. I reckon if we do, things don't change until Christmas, I think something's got to
4: change because otherwise it's not going to get anywhere. So. Ah, oh, smiling faces. This is what I like to see. First home game of the season, people smiling, beaming from end to end. Um, that result... It
7: made people happy, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I was, um, I was a bit of a critic of Dean Smith last year. I was disappointed. I thought off it was predictable, slow, no real impact to it. But he changed things around towards the end of last year. I know we've been looked a little bit dodgy in the friendlies, and maybe last week against Huddersfield wasn't too good. But I think today... Not knocking Josh McCracken, but I think he's just a bit of a crab like sideways player, and I think he slows everything down far too much. And bringing in Nico for him made a massive difference. And I think,
4: to be fair, Nico has been injured.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know,
7: like we go ha ha ha. He's like a different player, as is Ryan Woods. Ryan Woods is looking such a good player this year, as he was in the friendlies that I saw as well. So, no, I felt quite confident coming here today. I knew we'd be a bit nervous the first 20 minutes, half an hour. I think we were a bit disappointed listening to the podcast how negative everyone was but, but I think, yeah
4: I'd I, 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 I like to emphasise the fact that what we were doing is that we were looking at all <laughs> the views that were out there we were taking them and we were discussing them all you know, and that's what we do instead of just trying to amplify one view we amplify them all and putting them down there which wow. I think is fair
7: enough No, I, I, I agree <laughs> I think, yeah, if we could get in a couple more players just so we got a bit more depth um, Lewis McLeod looks really good I thought Romain Sawyer's played well today when he's not dropping too far back. he's got some lovely touches he looks like a real quality footballer Hogan annoying as anything to be a defender against him he's just tearing around like a lunatic I'm quite confident. he's quite an angry man as well
4: if he doesn't go right he's like
7: he, he'd be as a I've played centre-half with Jerry. Here. having a centre-forward like that would drive you mad just knocking you about all the time and terrorising you yeah no I'm, I'm quietly confident. A lot of teams in this league are like it. Switch. They're just sort of agricultural, boot-in-the-ball, big, strong teams. And once we got our tails up today, we played some nice football, and, you know, onwards and upwards, I'm positive.
4: Onwards and upwards. I mean, listen, we brought in, like I said to you, Connie came in today, Nico came in today, a little bit of a change-up from last week, which... We all saw the change from there. Um, no doubt, not only that, obviously the players have been training for an extra week, so they looked a bit of a gear up on Huddersfield last week. But, I mean, what are the pluses and the bonuses that
1: you saw from today's game? Uh, I just... Once we sort of that confidence, you could see it sort of getting a grip. After sort of 10, 20 minutes, the ball was starting to be knocked about a little bit more. I think Ipswich were always just trying to knock it long, knock it long. And I think we sort of just stuck at it, stuck at it. And then... We started to get into our own game, the way we like to play. I thought McLeod grew into the game, Sawyers particularly. I said to Russ after 20 minutes, I thought he was coming too deep to try and find the ball. And then the longer went the game went on, he sort of stayed higher up the pitch and just found little pockets of space and was moving it. Clark grew into the game. I said it there wasn't a bad player on the pitch really today, so that's the positive.
4: It was interesting... Um Obviously, our, our, our highest goal scorer this season is uh, is Rusty Egan. So we've got Egan up there, who's the highest goal scorer. Who's obviously a centre back. Now that's part of his game at Gillingham. Also, we've had, also we talked about wanky free kicks at the last uh, uh, the last podcast as well, which is a bit of an in joke, as well or a joke if you saw the bread for free kicks. But today with our set pieces, we went, went straight for the juggler. We put the ball there in the middle, caused a load of problems, and Rusty Egan came straight in there and did the business, didn't he? I mean, this is this is a bit of an additional bonus that Brentford got this season, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I think, well, Harley Dean, I think he said it in numerous interviews that he's not contributed enough goals-wise. Egan comes in, he does give you that, whether Jelen does in the long run or not, but again, like you say, we just got to you put the ball in the right areas for him you know, to get on it. And the thing was, like, they played against Murphy today. Murphy, I don't think, won a header against either of them. No. You know, they won everything in the year, so they're very good in the year. We've just got to get the, the right, you know, not so much the sort of them getting on. It's got to be the right delivery into the box and not, as you say, the blocking off and, the, and the, you know, the hiding behind the wall here and there. It's just, you know, put it in the right areas, allow them to run onto it, and who knows? You know, mix it and match it.
4: I'm trying to find a, I'm trying to find a sad bee, and I'm really struggling to find somebody who hasn't got a smile on their face at the moment now. Um, maybe it's the sunshine and people have got a little bit of sunstroke, but uh, maybe not. Today... Brentford actually did themselves, I would say proud, but they did themselves all right, especially after the first week where people are a little bit dubious about what's going down at Brentford, don't you think so?
3: Yep, good win, three points, a bit of togetherness in the team, that's good.
4: It's, I mean, it was, togetherness is in the team, but I mean, like, obviously, like, last week at Huddersfield, a little bit rusty, a little bit ruby, a little bit pre-season, also the pre-season games, but what do you think was the difference today that picked up Brentford? <laughs>
3: Being back on home turf, the crowd behind him.
4: Home turf is—I mean, home turf is all good as well. I mean, I know they changed up the team as well. We have got Nico and we got Colin inside there as well. Do you think that the fact is that bringing these extra players in actually made a difference to our team? Yes. This <laughs> is—they <laughs> yes, did. Listen, at the end of the day, look, we Brentford early, early start of the season, and our Dean Smith directors of football, they're still quite comfortable about where we're at because I think they know they're in control, they know who we're going to bring in, who we're not going to bring in and they still feel that you know there's still things to come and also they've seen the players playing and training, they know exactly what they've done out there and they probably think that they haven't shown what they can do in the last couple of
8: games. Do you think that this is a little bit more of the Brentford that we know? I thought we played like well, I, I, th- I was expecting us to get tongued today because I'm a pessimist. So I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought we looked, I, lo- I thought we looked solid. That was the most important thing because I was saying earlier, Mick McCarthy teams are the sort of teams we normally get bullied and pushed around by, and we didn't get bullied and pushed around by them in any way whatsoever. Why is that though? I, th- I think because we got. Well, I think the defence looked like. Men, men, rather than boys, like they have done in previous seasons. So we've Harley Green's grown, Harley Dean's grown up, and we've got Egan who's used well, to Egan, dealing with this. Egan looked really good. Yeah. I mean, Egan, I think a he, he was perfect for set pieces. I mean, what, what quite why he was there to follow up on the second one though. I don't know. But <laughs> um, but, the, the, but I mean, the set pieces today I thought was the, the, like uh, McLeod was. I think we took our set pieces corner. and we scored from a corner. <laughs> yeah. um, and I can see why we signed McLeod now. After today, he kind of he looked, he looked the part. I think he looked. And our set piece, our corners definitely were better. I mean, McCarthy will be furious because we scored from two set pieces. So that's all good. That's all good. So look, Brentford now are back in the game.
4: Uh, you know, it makes you laugh actually because uh, everyone put loads of money on Newcastle and they're completely and utterly at the bottom of the league. Whereas we're kind of setting ourselves up for a nice little run. We got we got Nottingham Forest on Tuesday. Who? Struggled a little bit against Brighton. Not saying we're going to do the same thing against them, but all of a sudden things are looking a little bit rosier now,
8: aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, I'm a pessimist, so they never look that rosy to me, anyway. Oh. But um, I think I mean, we've had a good, we got a good record against Forest in recent years, yeah, so yeah. I'm not too worried about them. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's just I, I think it's good to see today that we we looked we looked more like a team than I than I. Was expecting after the what well, I'd heard about the Huddersfield game because I think the Huddersfield game sounded like it was a pre-season friendly in the way they played. It was it was a pre-season friendly. Uh, I mean, listen, beast
4: today in the sunshine, got the three points. I mean, what, what is your view on today? I mean, you may or may not be at Huddersfield last week or Exeter, so maybe you're a little bit doom and gloomish. But are you a little bit kind of a
0: little bit more, you know, hopeful after seeing this today? Well, first game, and didn't see the other two, but listening to it, we were poor in both games, but today. Pleasantly surprised. All the new boys looks really good. Sawyer's had a really good game. Egan, obviously brilliant. Let's say we um, look like we're starting to gel, but it's still a long way to go. We've got a lot of the new players and young players that never played at this level, which is definitely key.
4: It's interesting as well. um, Sawyer's, we're going to pick out Sawyer's because uh, as somebody said um, to me the other day, Sawyer's is going to be a Lock and Marmite player. He's going to be a player that you love and love or you hate. Personally... I think Sawyers is wicked, and the reason why is that he seems to be in the right place at the right time. He doesn't overexert himself because he's, you know, if you expect to be a player that's going to be running around at a million miles an hour, he doesn't seem to be that pile of player, But he seems to be able to put the ball in the right place, do the right things, do these clever little flicks, and sometimes it's almost like a little bit too clever where we need to be getting on his wavelength to make sure the things happen.
0: Am I right? Yeah, definitely. I think Soyuz is definitely going to be one of those players you love or hate, but he's seen today being in the right place, and he's good with the ball. Um, he's not there to do the nasty stuff. That's what we're still looking for players to do. But um, today, I thought everything gelled quite well, considering we're still gelling as a team. I think we've looked really good. A um, bit more support for Hogan, and I think we'll go on to have a decent season, to be fair. And I want you to. So I've got, the, I've
4: got the Ipswich boys in the house, and like I said, commiserations to you boys. Like I said, we—you've come down there, and you I mean, like Boxing Day, you come down there and you did us good and proper at that time. And I know you had a good day out that time as well. And we always find it nervous because Ipswich is always a difficult team to play against. You're always big, you're always quite strong. And uh, I mean, I know we beat you last time, but that was after a bit of circus But in general, we find you hard to play against this time. It was a little bit different, and, and we don't know what was different about you this time. You, you seemed to lack that, that oomph against the Brentford, and, and it was a lot easier victory than we thought it would ever be. What was
5: that? It's a lot of things, I think, mate. Um, we're lacking a lot of steel at the moment. Mick, like you say, Mick McCarthy teams are, are hard to play against. Uh, we're always going to come and be very tough, but today we weren't, and... At the moment, we've not got enough players showing up and showing that steel that McCarthy brings. I'm not going to point fingers at who that is, McCarthy, the players, but you've seen it for yourself today. We didn't have it today, and we didn't play to our strengths. That's the end of it. Do you think, I mean, and again, I don't know it
4: as much as you do, but I've been, I've been to every single play we played played, down at Portman Road also down here. and uh, do you think it's kind of getting to the stage where you've, he came in and he saved you and he did really well. You were almost in a relegation. You got to the top. And do you think maybe it's kind of got to the end of its tether a little bit where you, you've almost got as far as you can get under McCarthy, playing the style of football with him, the players that you're bringing in, and also not saying you have to spend a million pounds, but also you've got a tendency to like not spend any money on players and doing fairly well. Do you think that maybe you've just been punching above your weight?
5: Uh, Personally, no. I, I like McCarthy. I mean, I don't know anyone inside the club, so I can't comment. But um, I think McCarthy is the man to take us forward. But I think we need we do need a bit of investment. I think that's clear to see, especially with people coming down. Your Newcastles, your Villas and your Norwiches, unfortunately. Well, maybe not Newcastle at the moment. Well, Newcastle, yeah, <laughs> but I think they'll come good. Um, yeah, we... It's clear we can't compete against the boys coming down but we do need investment and we need we need quality and we don't have out and out quality right now we've got workers we got a little bit of quality but I think we need a little bit more to to go up to get in the top six now is very very difficult
4: you brought in players like i mean grant ward came out there he scored a hat-trick last week you got him he's rotherham's player of the year last season so there's all these little sort of jewels in the crown that you bring in and these are the type of players maybe like teams like you and us who have to kind of come and shine through to do the business because we can't afford to go and pay nine million pounds for players yeah. do you think that like players like him are actually going to you know just need a little bit of time to just just to formulate and just to, to do the business
5: uh, possibly, but I mean, that's an easy excuse. McCarthy's been here a few years now and he should be able to bring players like he has Grant Ward in and they should just be bedding in like he did last weekend. I mean, thats I don't think that's a fluke. I think Grant Ward will come good. He'll be a good player for us, but it's that quality I think we're lacking at the moment. Like a lot of teams, I don't know where it comes from. We need half a million here, half a million there, but we're not getting it at the moment. Do you think you'll be all right this season, eh? I think we will come 7th or 8th. It's not too bad. Not too bad, but it's not in the Premier League. All right, nice one. Good luck to you,
2: boys.
4: (laughs) So I'm, I'm still struggling to find an unhappy Brentford fan at this moment in the day, so I have to talk to yet another smiling, chortling, beaming Brentford fan. It was good today, wasn't it?
2: No, it was was really good. Absolutely buzzing to to get a two 0 win and a clean sheet as well. Uh, after Huddersfield last week, it was we were okay last week, but today we played really well. And it was nice to see. I'm going to ask you. I mean, the thing is that you mentioned Huddersfield last week. What was the difference between Huddersfield last week and us today? I just think the tempo was a lot a lot better. It was a higher tempo, and we we really went out. We looked like we were going forwards. We we're very well. We we're very good, but defensively we were very solid. Uh, the midfield battle was pretty pretty good as well um, last week we were a bit weak, a bit lightweight in midfield and uh, this week we looked, we looked good in midfield we looked sort of good all, all around the park and uh, I think it's really positive and going into Tuesday night against Forest uh, who struggled against Brighton on Tuesday night I'm very confident as well and got a in the week after we've got a couple of games that are very winnable as well so yeah, really positive It's interesting that We got again,
4: I'm coming back to the fact because obviously there's a lot of doom and gloom after the Huddersfield and the Exeter game um, but there are two players that came in and sort of embedded themselves like I said it's Colin and uh, Nico who were out pretty much for those two games do you think that they actually made a massive difference a uh, medium difference What was? The, I mean, I'm just wondering about our team the makeup of our team because we're still trying to work out who are the key players within our team
2: No, I think uh, Colin coming in at right back instead of Josh Clark was probably probably a bit more defensively sound and allowed Josh Clark to come a bit forward. And I think uh, the young lad had a really good game coming forward and was very positive. Um, Nico obviously came on last week. He scored a good goal. It was a brilliant finish. Um, And really, I think towards the end of the season, he really gave us uh, sort of another outlet. And this season he's come on, and this today, another really good game. So I think it's a positive there. And obviously... Beechlin's going to come back, Barbet's going to come back, uh, Vibe's going to come back for the Olympics, so I think the the squad's getting some depth. Obviously, the bench at the moment, it, we are quite lacking a bit of depth, but I think uh, it comes up the September, we're going to have a bit of depth there and uh, going in, Maybe one, maybe another player coming in. Hopefully for the the end of the transfer window as well. So it's all positive at Brentford.
4: So intre- So basically, it, it sounds like you're saying that we need to basically tread water and make sure we just keep our head above water between now and September. In, in effect, it's like we don't want to sink, at losing games, but we, as long as we tread water because we've got we've got some good players coming back. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I think we've got good players coming back, but we've got some winnable games. We've got two winnable games on the bounce, and I think we'll win. Both Which ones of are those? those. Uh, well, Forrest on Tuesday night, and then Rotherham on the Saturday. I think they're both very winnable. Uh, and obviously we've got Brighton, which is going to be a big test. They look very good on, on Sky last night, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, Wednesday, OK. I'm going to ask you, though, Wednesday, they've got the players. We've got them oh, the week right. after. Um, how, how do you think that one's going to go? So, yeah, obviously, forgetting Wednesday, the uh, game for Brighton. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. They look good. Obviously, they played Villa, uh, Villa last week. they now, aren't they? And they're playing uh, Norwich now. So it'll be interesting to see this, sort of the two teams there, Villa and Norwich, two teams that you would expect to be up there before the end of the season obviously uh Wednesday lost in the playoffs they made they one or two signings so it's gonna be a tough game they won they won here last year uh, we lost four nil away as well so uh lost them twice last year so i think just got a i think the team talk's already done for the players really the the team talk is let's go go out there and we're not gonna lose against these again um and we'll have one or two back, so it's gonna be it's going to be good and uh, the I can't see losing to Wednesday. So I'm very positive at the moment. Okay,
4: so positive, so today in general, you're happy about today's game.
2: No of course. 2-0, clean sheet, and um, we've got lots lots to look forward to. Obviously, Defender scoring as well? I mean two goals from me. Again, top goal scorer. Uh, it's very positive very positive at the moment, and we'll go go into Tuesday night um, with the positivity and we'll and we'll win again. Yeah.
4: Win the game. Listen, this is besotted. Pride of West London podcast. Um, Outside a sunny globe pub, um, drinking a bit of Pint of Pride. Everyone's drinking Pride and Guinness and all sorts of stuff that they're drinking here because they're very, very happy. I'm very, very happy as well and I'm going to go around the corner and meet my mates around the corner at the Globe and drink some more beer, This um, is fantastic. But listen, you can check us out on audioboom.com um, Channel is Besotted, also 1992 on YouTube, Besotted 992 on YouTube. And also, listen, check us out on besotted.co.uk. We've got a load of articles up there that we put up. And you can check out our podcast and all our stuff that we put up now. But what I'm going to say, this is a different set of people. They don't probably know the protocol as we do, but this is the end of the podcast and what we try to let people do do is that they need to know exactly who our team is. So what we say is come, come on you me. terms and conditions apply five years or 100,000 miles whichever comes first
3: pro pilot is an advanced driver assist technology driver's responsibility to stay alert drive safely and control vehicle at all times
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport sport fan network talk sport powered by fans